in the conditions of the material world. Yudhisthira should not think that he had committed sins in his previous birth and is suffering the consequence. Even the most pious has to suffer the condition of material nature. But a pious man is faithful to the Lord, for he is guided by the bona fide brahmana and Vaisnava following the religious principles. These three guiding principles should be the aim of life. One should not be disturbed by the tricks of eternal time. Even the great controller of the universe, Brahmaji, is also under the control of that time, therefore, one should not grudge being thus controlled by time despite being a true follower of religious principles. SB 1.9.15 Text 15 Text Yatra Dharma Suto Raja Gata Panervrakadaraya Krishno Stridandivam Katam Sirts Krishnas Tapovipit Word for Word Meanings Yatra, where there is, Dharmasuta, the son of Dharmaraja, Raja, the king, Gatapana, with his mighty club in hand, Vrakadara, Dima, Krishna, Arjuna, Astri, carrier of the weapon, Gandivam, Gandiva, Katam, Bo, Sirt, Wellwisher, Krishna, Lord Krishna, the personality of Godhead, Tada, thereof, Vipit, Reverse. Translation. Oh, how wonderful is the influence of inevitable time. It is irreversible otherwise, how can there be reverses in the presence of King Yudhisthira, the son of the demigod controlling religion, Dima, the great fighter with a club, the great bowman Arjuna with his mighty weapon Gandiva, and above all, the Lord, the direct well-wisher of the Pandavas? PURPORT As far as the material or spiritual resources were required, there was no scarcity in the case of the Pandavas. Materially they were well equipped, because two great warriors, namely Bhima and Arjuna, were there. Spiritually the king himself was the symbol of religion, and above all of them the personality of Godhead, Lord Shri Krishna, was personally concerned with their affairs as the well-wisher. And yet there were so many reverses on the side of the Pandavas. Despite the power of pious acts, the power of personalities, the power of expert management and the power of weapons under the direct supervision of Lord Krishna, the Pandavas suffered so many practical reverses, which can only be explained as due to the influence of Kala, inevitable time. Kala is identical with the Lord himself, and therefore the influence of Kala indicates the inexplicable wish of the Lord himself. There is nothing to be lamented when a matter is beyond the control of any human being. SB 1.9.16. Text 16. Text. Nadhya Sayakar Hissad Rajan Puman Vidavid Yatsitam Yadvijij Nasaya Yaktamu Hyanti Kaveo Pai Hai. Word for word meanings. Nat, never, hi, certainly, Asaya, his, Karhisat, whatsoever, Rajan, O King, Puman, anyone, Vida, knows, Vidyatsitam, plan, Yat, which, Vijjnasaya, with exhaustive inquiries, Yakta, being engaged, Muhayanti, bewildered, Kaveya, great philosophers, Api, even, hi, certainly. Translation. O King, no one can know the plan of the Lord left square bracket Shri Krishna right square bracket. Even though great philosophers inquire exhaustively, they are bewildered. PURPORT The bewilderment of Maharaja Yudhisthira over his past sinful acts and the resultant sufferings, etc., is completely negated by the great authority Bhisma, one of the twelve authorized persons. Bhisma wanted to impress upon Maharaja Yudhisthira that, since time immemorial no one, including such demigods, as Shiva and Brahma, could ascertain the real plan of the Lord. So what can we understand about it? It is useless also to inquire about it. Even the exhaustive philosophical inquiries of sages cannot ascertain the plan of the Lord. The best policy is simply to abide by the orders of the Lord without argument. The sufferings of the Pandavas were never due to their past deeds. The Lord had to execute the plan of establishing the kingdom of virtue, and therefore his own devotees suffered temporarily in order to establish the conquest of virtue. This medieval was certainly satisfied by seeing the triumph of virtue, and he was glad to see King Yudhisthira on the throne, although he himself fought against him. Even a great fighter like Bhisma could not win the battle of Thiruksetra, because the Lord wanted to show that vice cannot conquer virtue, regardless of who tries to execute it. This medieval was a great devotee of the Lord, but he chose to fight against the Pandavas by the will of the Lord, because the Lord wanted to show that a fighter like Bhisma cannot win on the wrong side. SB 1.9.17 Text 17 Text Tasmadhyam Devatantram Vya Vasaya Deritur Sabhatasayanu Vihyato Natha Natha Pahi Praja Prabho Word for Word Meanings 
Tasmat, therefore, I am, this, Deva Tantrum, enchantment of providence only, via Vasaya, ascertaining, Baradur Sabha, O best among the descendants of Barada, Tasaya, by him, Anavyahita, as desired, Anafa, helpless, Natha, O master, Pavi, just take care of, Praja, of the subjects, Prabho, O lord. Translation. O best among the descendants of Barata left square bracket Yudhisthira right square bracket, I maintain, therefore, that all this is within the plan of the Lord. Accepting the inconceivable plan of the Lord, you must follow it. You are now the appointed administrative head, and, my Lord, you should now take care of those subjects who are now rendered helpless. PURPORT The popular saying is that a housewife teaches the daughter-in-law by teaching the daughter. Similarly, the Lord teaches the world by teaching the devotee. The devotee does not have to learn anything new from the Lord, because the Lord teaches the sincere devotee always from within. Whenever, therefore, a show is made to teach the devotee, as in the case of the teachings of Bhagavad Gita, it is for teaching the less intelligent men. A devotee's duty, therefore, is to ungrudgingly accept tribulations from the Lord as a benediction. The Pandavas were advised by Dismadeva to accept the responsibility of administration without hesitation. The poor subjects were without protection due to the battle of Hiruksatra, and they were awaiting the assumption of power by Maharaja Yudhisthira. A pure devotee of the Lord accepts tribulations, as favors from the Lord. Since the Lord is absolute, there is no mundane difference between the two. SB 1.9.18 Text 18 Text Word for word meanings. Esa, this, they, positively, Bhagavan, the personality of Godhead, Saxat, original, Adaya, the first, Narayana, the Supreme Lord, who lies down on the water, Puman, the Supreme Enjoyer, Mahayan, bewildering, Maya, by his self-created energy, Lakam, the planets, Gudha, who is inconceivable. Karati, moves, Vrasnasu, among the Vrasni family. Translation. This Shri Krishna is no other than the inconceivable, original personality of Godhead. He is the first Narayana, the supreme enjoyer. But he is moving amongst the descendants of King Vrasni just like one of us and he is bewildering us with his self-created energy. PURPORT The Vedic system of acquiring knowledge is the deductive process. The Vedic knowledge is received perfectly by disciplic succession from authorities. Such knowledge is never dogmatic, as ill-conceived by less intelligent persons. The mother is the authority to verify the identity of the father. She is the authority for such confidential knowledge. Therefore, authority is not dogmatic. In the Bhagavad Gita this truth is confirmed in the fourth chapter BG 4.2, and the perfect system of learning is to receive it from authority. The very same system is accepted universally as truth, but only the false arguer speaks against it. For example, modern spacecraft fly in the sky, and when scientists say that they travel to the other side of the moon, men believe these stories blindly, because they have accepted the modern scientists as authorities. The authorities speak, and the people in general believe them. But in the case of Vedic truths, they have been taught not to believe. Even if they accept them they give a different interpretation. Each and every man wants a direct perception of Vedic knowledge, otherwise, they foolishly refuse to accept it. This means, that the misguided man can believe one authority, the scientist, but will reject the authority of the Vedas. The result is that people have degenerated. Here is an authority speaking about Sri Krishna as the original personality of Godhead and the first Narayana. Even such an impersonalist, as Akariya Sankara has said in the beginning of his commentation on the Bhagavad Gita, that Narayana, the personality of Godhead, is beyond the material creation. The universe is one of the material creations, but Narayana is transcendental to such material paraphernalia. Dismadeva is one of the twelve Mahajanas who know the principles of transcendental knowledge. His confirmation of Lord Shri Krishna's being the original personality of Godhead is also corroborated by the impersonalist Sankara. All other Akaras have also confirmed this statement, and thus there is no chance of not accepting Lord Shri Krishna as the original personality of Godhead. Dismadeva says that he is the first Narayana. This is also confirmed by Brahmaji in the Bhagavatam 10.14.14. Krishna is the first Narayana. 
In the spiritual world, Vaikuntha, there are unlimited numbers of Narayanas, who are all the same personality of Godhead and are considered to be the plenary expansions of the original personality of Godhead, Shri Krishna. The first form of the Lord Shri Krishna first expands himself as the form of Baladeva, and Baladeva expands in so many other forms, such as Sankarsana, Pradyamna, Anuruddha, Vasudeva, Narayana, Purusa, Rama and Narasimha. All these expansions are one and the same Visnu Tattva, and Shri Krishna is the original source of all the plenary expansions. He is therefore the direct personality of Godhead. He is the creator of the material world, and he is the predominating deity known as Narayana in all the Vaikuntha planets. Therefore, his movements amongst human beings is another sort of bewilderment. The Lord therefore says in the Bhagavad Gita that foolish persons consider him to be one of the human beings without knowing the intricacies of his movements. The bewilderment regarding Shri Krishna is due to the action of his twofold internal and external energies upon the third one, called marginal energy. The living entities are expansions of his marginal energy, and thus they are sometimes bewildered by the internal energy and sometimes by the external energy. By internal energetic bewilderment, Shri Krishna expands himself into unlimited numbers of Narayanas and exchanges or accepts transcendental loving service from the living entities in the transcendental world. And by his external energetic expansions, he incarnates himself in the material world amongst the men, animals or demigods to re-establish his forgotten relation with the living entities in different species of life. Great authorities like Bhisma, however, escape his bewilderment by the mercy of the Lord. SB 1.9.19 Text 19 Text Asayanabhavam Bhagavan Vigaduhayadamam Sivah Divarsar Naragah Saxad Bhagavan Kapilon Rapap Word for word meanings. Asaya, of him, Anabhavam, glories, Bhagavan, the most powerful, Viga. Nos, Guhayatamam, very confidentially, Sivah, Lord Shiva, Divarsah. The great sage among the demigods, Narada, Narada, Saxat. Directly, Bhagavan, the personality of Godhead, Kapala, Kapala, Nrapa, O King. Translation. O King, Lord Shiva, Narada the sage amongst the demigods, and Kapala, the incarnation of Godhead, all know very confidentially about his glories through direct contact. Purport. Pure devotees of the Lord are all but us, or persons who know the glories of the Lord in different transcendental loving services. As the Lord has innumerable expansions of his plenary form, there are innumerable pure devotees of the Lord, who are engaged in the exchange of service of different humors. Ordinarily there are twelve great devotees of the Lord, namely Brahma, Narada, Shiva, Kumara, Kapila, Manu. Pralada, Bisma, Janaka, Sukadeva Gosvami, Bali Maharaja and Yamaraja. Bismadeva, although one of them, has mentioned only three important names of the twelve who know the glories of the Lord. Srila Visvanatha Kakravarti Thakura, one of the great Akaris in the modern age, explains that Anubhava, or the glory of the Lord, is first appreciated by the devotee in ecstasy manifesting the symptoms of perspiring, trembling, weeping, bodily eruptions, etc., which are further enhanced by steady understanding of the glories of the Lord. Such different understandings of Bhavas are exchanged between Yasoda and the Lord, binding the Lord by ropes, and in the chariot driving by the Lord in the exchange of love with Arjuna. These glories of the Lord are exhibited in his being subordinated before his devotees, and that is another feature of the glories of the Lord. Sukadeva Gosvami and the Kumaras, although situated in the transcendental position, became converted by another feature of Bhava and turned into pure devotees of the Lord. Tribulations imposed upon the devotees by the Lord constitute another exchange of transcendental battle between the Lord and the devotees. The Lord says I put my devotee into difficulty, and thus the devotee becomes more purified in exchanging transcendental battle with me. Placing the devotee into material troubles means delivering him from the illusory material relations. The material relations are based on reciprocation of material enjoyment, which depends mainly on material resources. Therefore, when material resources are withdrawn by the Lord, the devotee is cent percent attracted toward the transcendental loving service of the Lord. Thus the Lord snatches the fallen soul from the mire of material existence. Tribulations offered by the Lord to his devotee are different from the tribulations resulting from vicious action. 
All these glories of the Lord are especially known to the great Mahajanas like Brahma, Shiva, Narada, Kapila, Kumara and Bhisma, as mentioned above, and one is able to grasp it by their grace. SB 1.9.20 Text 20 Text Yan manias machulium priyam mitram certumum akirah sasivum dudum sorted afaseratham Word for word meanings Yam, the person, manias, you think, machulium, maternal cousin, priyam, very dear, mitram, friend, certamum, ardent well-wisher, akirah, executed, sasivum, counsel, dudum, messenger, sorted, by goodwill, afa, thereupon, seraphim, charioteer. Translation. O king, that personality whom, out of ignorance only, you thought to be your maternal cousin, your very dear friend, well-wisher, counselor, messenger, benefactor, etc., is that very personality of Godhead, Shri Krishna. Purport. Lord Shri Krishna, although acting as the cousin, brother, friend, well-wisher, counselor, messenger, benefactor, etc., of the Pandavas, was still the supreme personality of Godhead. Out of his causeless mercy and favor upon his unalloyed devotees, he performs all kinds of service, but that does not mean that he has changed his position as the absolute person. To think of him as an ordinary man is the grossest type of ignorance. SB 1.9.21 Text 21 Text Sarvatmanah samadraso hyadvayasayana hankratahtadkratamadivayasamayam niravadayasayanakvasat Word for word meanings Sarva Atmana, of one who is present in everyone's heart, Samadrasa, of one who is equally kind to one and all, Hi, certainly, and Vaasaya, of the Absolute, and Ahankrita, free from all material identity of false ego, Tadkratam, everything done by him, Mati, consciousness, Vaasamayam. Differentiation, Niravadiyasaya, freed from all attachment, Nat, never, Kvasat, at any stage. Translation. Being the absolute personality of Godhead, he is present in everyone's heart. He is equally kind to everyone, and he is free from the false ego of differentiation. Therefore whatever he does is free from material inebriety. He is equivalenced. Purport. Because he is absolute, there is nothing different from him. He is Kavalaya, there is nothing, except himself. Everything and everyone is the manifestation of his energy, and thus he is present everywhere by his energy, being non-different from it, just as the sun is present, wherever there is sunshine. The sun is identified with every inch of the sun rays and every molecular particle of the rays. Similarly, the Lord is distributed by his different energies. He is Paramatma, or the Super Soul present in everyone as the supreme guidance, and therefore he is already the chariot driver and counsel of all living beings. When he, therefore, exhibits himself as chariot driver of Arjuna, there is no change in his exalted position. It is the power of devotional service only that demonstrates him as the chariot driver or the messenger. Since he has nothing to do with the material conception of life, because he is absolute spiritual identity, there is for him no superior or inferior action. Being the absolute personality of Godhead, he has no false ego, and so he does not identify himself with anything different from him. The material conception of ego is equivalenced in him. He does not feel, therefore, inferior by becoming the chariot driver of his pure devotee, it is the glory of the pure devotee that only he can bring about service from the affectionate Lord. SB 1.9.22 Text 22 Text Tathapi akantabakti supasaya bupanuakampitam yanmi sumstai ajitah saksat krasno darsanamagana Word for word meanings. Tathapi, still, akanta, unflinching, baktisu, unto the devotees, pasaya, see here, bupa, oking, and akampitam, how sympathetic, yet, for which, me, my, a son, life, tiajitah, ending, saxit, directly, krasnat, the personality of Godhead, darsanam, in my view, agaga, has kindly come. Translation. Yet, despite his being equally kind to everyone, he has graciously come before me, while I am ending my life, for I am his unflinching servitor. PURPORT The Supreme Lord, the Absolute Personality of Godhead, Shri Krishna, although equal to everyone, is still more inclined to his unflinching devotee who is completely surrendered and knows no one else, as his protector and master. Having unflinching faith in the Supreme Lord as one's protector, friend and master is the natural condition of eternal life. 
A living entity is so made by the will of the Almighty that he is most happy when placing himself in a condition of absolute dependence. The opposite tendency is the cause of fell down. The living entity has this tendency of falling down by dint of misidentifying himself, as fully independent to lord it over the material world. The root cause of all troubles is their in false egotism. One must draw towards the Lord in all circumstances. The appearance of Lord Krishna at the deathbed of Bismaji is due to his being an unflinching devotee of the Lord. Arjuna had some bodily relation with Krishna, because the Lord happened to be his maternal cousin. But Bisma had no such bodily relation. Therefore the cause of attraction was due to the intimate relation of the soul. Yet, because the relation of the body is very pleasing and natural, the Lord is more pleased when he is addressed as the son of Maharajananda, the son of Yasoda, the lover of Red Harani. This affinity by bodily relation with the Lord is another feature of reciprocating loving service with the Lord. Bismadeva is conscious of this sweetness of transcendental humor, and therefore he likes to address the Lord as Vijayasak, Parthasak, etc., exactly like Nandanamdana or Yasodhanamdana. The best way to establish our relation in transcendental sweetness is to approach him through his recognized devotees. One should not try to establish the relation directly, there must be a via medium which is transparent and competent to lead us to the right path. SB 1.9.23 Text 23 Text Bhaktiya Vesaya Mano Yasmin Vakayan Nama Kurta Intiagin Kalevaram Yogi Musayate Kamakarmadya Word for Word Meanings Bhaktiya, with devout attention, Avesaya, meditating, Mana, mind, Yasmin, in whose, Vaka, by words, Yat, Krishna, Nama, holy name, Kurtain, by chanting, Tyajan, quitting, Kalevaram, this material body, Yogi, the devotee, Musayate, gets release, Kamakarmadya, from fruitive activities. Translation The personality of Godhead, who appears in the mind of the devotee by attentive devotion and meditation and by chanting of the holy name, releases the devotee from the bondage of fruitive activities at the time of his quitting the material body. PURPORT Yoga means concentration of the mind detached from all other subject matter. And actually such concentration is samadhi, or cent percent engagement in the service of the Lord. And one who concentrates his attention in that manner is called a yogi. Such a yogi devotee of the Lord engages himself 24 hours daily in the service of the Lord so that his whole attention is engrossed with the thoughts of the Lord in ninefold devotional service, namely hearing, chanting, remembering, worshipping, praying, becoming a voluntary servant, carrying out orders, establishing a friendly relationship, or offering all that one may possess in the service of the Lord. By such practice of yoga, or linking up in the service of the Lord, one is recognized by the Lord himself, as it is explained in the Bhagavad Gita concerning the highest perfectional stage of Samadhi. The Lord calls such a rare devotee the best amongst all the yogis such a perfect yogi is enabled by the divine grace of the Lord to concentrate his mind upon the Lord with a perfect sense of consciousness, and thus by chanting his holy name before quitting the body the yogi is at once transferred by the internal energy of the Lord to one of the eternal planets where there is no question of material life and its concomitant factors. In material existence a living being has to endure the material conditions of threefold miseries, life after life, according to his fruitive work. Such material life is produced by material desires only. Devotional service to the Lord does not kill the natural desires of the living being, but they are applied in the right cause of devotional servaki. This qualifies the desire to be transferred to the spiritual sky. General Bismadeva is referring to a particular type of yoga called Bhakti Yoga, and he was fortunate enough to have the Lord directly in his presence, before he quitted his material body. He therefore desired that the Lord stay before his view in the following verses. SB 1.9.24 Text 24 Text Sadiva Devo Bhagavan Pratiksitam Kalevaram Yavad Idam Hinami Atam Prasana Hasarunalakanalizan Bakham Bujo Dianapathis Word for word meanings. Sah, he, Devadimah, the Supreme Lord of the Lords, Bhagavan, the Personality of Godhead, Pratiksadam, may kindly wait, Kalevaram, body, Yavit, as long as, item, this, material body, Hinomi, make wit, Atom, I, Prasanna, cheerful, Hasa, smiling, Irunalakana, eyes red like the morning sun, 
Osat, beautifully decorated, Bukha Ambuja. The lotus flower of his face, Diana Patha, in the path of my meditation, Katarbuja, the four-handed form of Narayana, the worshipable deity of this Madiva. Translation. May my lord, who is four-handed and whose beautifully decorated lotus face, with eyes as red as the rising sun, is smiling, kindly await me at that moment, when I quit this material body. Purport. Bismadiva knew well that Lord Krishna is the original Narayana. His worshipable deity was four-handed Narayana, but he knew that four-handed Narayana is a plenary expansion of Lord Krishna. Indirectly he desired Lord Shri Krishna to manifest himself in his four-handed feature of Narayana. A Vaisnava is always humble in his behavior. Although it was 100% certain that Bismadiva was approaching Vaikunthadama just after leaving his material body, still, as a humble Vaisnava he desired to see the beautiful face of the Lord, for after quitting the present body he might not be in a position to see the Lord anymore. A Vaisnava is not puffed up, although the Lord guarantees his pure devotee in trance into his abode. Here Bismadiva says, as long as I do not quit this body. This means that the great general would quit the body by his own will, he was not being forced by the laws of nature. He was so powerful that he could stay in his body as long as he desired. He got this benediction from his father. He desired that the Lord stay before him in his four-handed Narayana feature, so that he might concentrate upon him and thus be in trance in that meditation. Then his mind might be sanctified with thinking of the Lord. Thus he did not mind, wherever he might go. A pure devotee is never very anxious to go back to the kingdom of God. He entirely depends on the goodwill of the Lord. He is equally satisfied, even if the Lord desires him to go to hell. The only desire that a pure devotee entertains is that he may always be in rapt attention with thinking of the lotus feet of the Lord, regardless. Bismadiva wanted this much only that his mind be absorbed in thinking of the Lord and that he pass away thus. That is the highest ambition of a pure devotee. SB 1.9.25 Text 25 Text Sudhuvaka Yudhisthiras Tabhakarnaya Sayanam Sarapanjur Aprakan Vivitvan Dharman Rasinam Kadasranvitam Word for word meanings. Sutahuvaka, Shri Sudhagasvami said, Yudhisthira, King Yudhisthira, Tat. That, Akarnaya, hearing, Sayanam, lying down, Sarapanjur, on the bed of arrows, Aprakat, asked, Vivitvan, Multifarious, Dharman, duties, Rasinam, of the Ursus, Ka, and, Anusranvitam, hearing after. Translation. Sudhagasvami said, Maharaja Yudhisthira, after hearing Bismadeva speak in that appealing tone, asked him, in the presence of all the great Rasis, about the essential principles of various religious duties. Purport. Bismadeva, speaking in that appealing tone, convinced Maharaja Yudhisthira that he was very soon passing away. And Maharaja Yudhisthira was inspired by Lord Shri Krishna to ask him of the principles of religion. Lord Shri Krishna inspired Maharaja Yudhisthira to ask Bismadeva in the presence of many great sages, indicating thereby that the Lord's devotee like Bismadeva, although apparently living as a worldly man, is far superior to many great sages, even via Sadeva. Another point is that Bismadeva at that time was not only lying on a deathbed of arrows, but was greatly aggrieved because of that state. One should not have asked him any question at that time, but Lord Shri Krishna wanted to prove that his pure devotees are always sound in body and mind by dint of spiritual enlightenment, and thus in any circumstances a devotee of the Lord is in perfect order to speak of the right way of life. Yudhisthira also preferred to solve his problematic questions by asking Bismadeva rather than ask anyone else present there who was seemingly more learned than Bismadeva. This is all due to the arrangement of the great wheel carrier Lord Shri Krishna, who establishes the glories of his devotee. The father likes to see the son become more famous than himself. The Lord declares very emphatically that worship of his devotee is more valuable than the worship of the Lord himself. SB 1.9.26 Text 26 Text Purusis Vasbhavavyahitan Yathavarnam Yufasramam Virajai Ragupanhibhayamam Natagvailaksanan Word for word meanings. Purusa, the human being, Svabhava, by his own acquired qualities, Vyahitan, prescribed, Yatha, according to, Varnam, classification of castes, Yatha, 
according to, asramam, orders of life, virajaya, detachment, raga, attachment, apanhibhayam, out of such designations, amnita, systematically, abhaya, both, laxanan, symptoms. Translation. At Maharaja Yudhisthira's inquiry, Bismadiva first defined all the classifications of castes and orders of life in terms of the individual's qualifications. Then he systematically, in twofold divisions, described counteraction by detachment and interaction by attachment. PURPORT The conception of four castes and four orders of life, as planned by the Lord himself BG 4.13, is to accelerate transcendental qualities of the individual person, so that he may gradually realize his spiritual identity and thus act accordingly to get free from material bondage, or conditional life. In almost all the Puranas the subject matter is described in the same spirit, and so also in the Mahabharata is more elaborately described by Dismadeva in the Santiparva, beginning from the 60th chapter. The Varnasrabhadharma is prescribed for the civilized human being just to train him to successfully terminate human life. Self-realization is distinguished from the life of the lower animals engaged in eating, sleeping, fearing and mating. Bismadiva advised for all human beings nine qualifications, one, not to become angry, two, not to lie, three, to equally distribute wealth, four, to forgive, five, to beget children only by one's legitimate wife, six, to be pure in mind and hygienic in body, seven, not to be inimical toward anyone, eight, to be simple, and nine, to support servants or subordinates. One cannot be called a civilized person without acquiring the above-mentioned preliminary qualities. Besides these, the Brahmanas, the intelligent men, the administrative men, the mercantile community and the laborer class must acquire special qualities in terms of occupational duties mentioned in all the Vedic scriptures. For the intelligent men, controlling the senses is the most essential qualification. It is the basis of morality. Sex indulgence even with a legitimate wife must also be controlled, and thereby family control will automatically follow. An intelligent man abuses his great qualifications, if he does not follow the Vedic way of life. This means he must seriously make a study of the Vedic literatures, especially of the Srimad Bhagavatam. And the Bhagavad Gita. For learning Vedic knowledge, one must approach a person who is cent percent engaged in devotional service. He must not do things which are forbidden in the sastras. A person cannot be a teacher, if he drinks or smokes. In the modern system of education the teacher's academic qualification is taken into consideration without evaluation of his moral life. Therefore, the result of education is misuse of high intelligence in so many ways. The Ksatriya, the member of the administrative class, is especially advised to give charity and not to accept charity in any circumstances. Modern administrators raise subscriptions for some political functions, but never give charity to the citizens in any state function. It is just the reverse in the injunctions of the Sastras. The administrative class must be well versed in the Sastras, but must not take to the profession of teachers. Their energy should be especially directed toward killing the thieves, the dacoits, the black marketeers and all such indesirable elements of society. The administrators should never pretend to become nonviolent and thereby go to hell. When Arjuna wanted to become a nonviolent coward on the battlefield of Hiruksatra, he was severely chastised by Lord Krishna. The Lord degraded Arjuna at that time to the status of an uncivilized man for his avowed acceptance of the cult of nonviolence. The administrative class must be personally trained in military education. Cowards should not be elevated to the presidential throne by dint of numerical votes only. The monarchs were all chivalrous personalities, and therefore monarchy should be maintained, provided the monarch is regularly trained in the occupational duties of a king. In fighting, the king or the president should never return home without being hurt by the enemy. The so-called king of today never visits the war field. He is very much expert in artificially encouraging the fighting strength in the hope of false national prestige. As soon as the administrative class is turned into a gang of mercantile and laborer men, the whole machinery of government becomes polluted. The Vaisyas, the members of the mercantile communities, are especially advised to protect the cows. Cow protection means increasing the milk productions, namely curd and butter. Agriculture and distribution of the foodstuff are the primary duties of the mercantile community backed by education in Vedic knowledge and trained to give in charity. 
as the Ksatriyas were given charge of the protection of the citizens, Vaisyas were given the charge of the protection of animals. Animals are never meant to be killed. Killing of animals is a symptom of barbarian society. For a human being, agricultural produce, fruits and milk are sufficient and compatible foodstuffs. The human society should give more attention to animal protection. The productive energy of the laborer is misused when he is occupied by industrial enterprises. Industry of various types cannot produce the essential needs of man, namely rice, wheat, grains, milk, fruits and vegetables. The production of machines and machine tools increases the artificial living fashion of a class of vested interests and keeps thousands of men in starvation and unrest. This is not the standard of civilization. The Sudra class is less intelligent and should have no independence. They are meant for rendering sincere service to the three higher sections of the society. The Sudra class can attain all comforts of life simply by rendering service to the higher classes. It is especially enjoined that a Sudra should never bank money. As soon as the Sudras accumulate wealth, it will be misused for sinful activities in wine, women and gambling. Wine, women and gambling indicate that the population is degraded to less than Sudra quality. The higher castes should always look after the maintenance of the Sudras, and they should provide them with old and used garments. A Sudra should not leave his master, when the master is old and invalid, and the master should keep the servants satisfied in all respects. The Sudras must first of all be satisfied by sumptuous food and clothing before any sacrifice is performed. In this age so many functions are held by spending millions, but the poor laborer is not sumptuously fed or given charity, clothing, etc. The laborers are thus dissatisfied, and so they make agitation. The varnas are, so to speak, classifications of different occupations, and asrama dharma is gradual progress on the path of self-realization. Both are interrelated, and one is dependent on the other. The main purpose of asrama dharma is to awaken knowledge and detachment. The Brahmakari Asrama is the training ground for the prospective candidates. In this Asrama it is instructed that this material world is not actually the home of the living being. The conditioned souls under material bondage are prisoners of matter, and therefore self-realization is the ultimate aim of life. The whole system of Asrama Dharma is a means to detachment. One who fails to assimilate this spirit of detachment is allowed to enter into family life with the same spirit of detachment. Therefore, one who attains detachment may at once adopt the fourth order, namely, renounced, and thus live on charity only, not to accumulate wealth, but just to keep body and soul together for ultimate realization. Household life is for one who is attached, and the Vanaprastha and Sannyasa orders of life are for those who are detached from material life. The Brahmakari Asrama is especially meant for training both the attached and detached. SB 1.9.27 Text 27. Text. Bana Dharman Raja Dharman Moksa Dharman Vidhagasastri Dharman Bhagavad Dharman Samasavaya Yagata. Word for word meanings. Bana Dharman, the acts of charity, Raja Dharman, pragmatic activities of the kings, Moksa Dharman, the acts for salvation, Vidhagasa, by divisions, Stri Dharman, duties of women, Bhagavad Dharman, the acts of the devotees, Samasa, generally, Vyasa, explicitly, Yagata, by means of translation. He then explained, by divisions, acts of charity, the pragmatic activities of a king and activities for salvation. Then he described the duties of women and devotees, both briefly and extensively. Purport. To give charity is one of the householder's main functions, and he should be prepared to give in charity at least 50% of his hard-earned money. A brahmachari, or student, should perform sacrifices, a householder should give charity, and a person in the retired life or in the renounced order should practice penances and austerities. Those are the general functions of all the asramas, or orders of life on the path of self-realization. In the brahmachari life the training is sufficiently imparted, so that one may understand that the world, as property belongs to the Supreme Lord, the Personality of Godhead. No one, therefore, can claim to be the proprietor of anything in the world. Therefore, in the life of a householder, which is a sort of license for sex enjoyment, one must give in charity for the service of the Lord. 
everyone's energy is generated or borrowed from the reservoir of energy of the Lord, therefore, the resultant actions of such energy must be given to the Lord in the shape of transcendental loving service for Him. As the rivers draw water from the sea through the clouds and again go down to the sea, similarly our energy is borrowed from the Supreme Source, the Lord's energy, and it must return to the Lord. That is the perfection of our energy. The Lord, therefore, in the Bhagavad Gita, 9.27, says that whatever we do, whatever we undergo, as penance, whatever we sacrifice, whatever we eat or whatever we give in charity must be offered to Him, the Lord. That is the way of utilizing our borrowed energy. When our energy is utilized in that way, our energy is purified from the contamination of material inebrieties, and thus we become fit for our original natural life of service to the Lord. Rajadharma is a great science, unlike modern diplomacy for political supremacy. The kings were trained systematically to become munificent and not merely be tax collectors. They were trained to perform different sacrifices only for the prosperity of the subjects. To lead the prajas to the attainment of salvation was a great duty of the king. The father, the spiritual master and the king are not to become irresponsible in the matter of leading their subjects to the path of ultimate liberation from birth, death, diseases and old age. When these primary duties are properly discharged, there is no need of government of the people, by the people. In modern days the people in general occupy the administration by the strength of manipulated votes, but they are never trained in the primary duties of the king, and that is also not possible for everyone. Under the circumstances the untrained administrators play havoc to make the subjects happy in all respects. On the other hand, these untrained administrators gradually become rogues and thieves and increase the taxation to finance a top-heavy administration that is useless for all purposes. Actually the qualified Brahmanas are meant to give direction to the kings for proper administration in terms of the scriptures like the Manu Samhita and Dharma Sastras of Pirasara. A typical king is the ideal of the people in general, and if the king is pious, religious, chivalrous and munificent, the citizens generally follow him. Such a king is not a lazy sensuous person living at the cost of the subjects, but alert always to kill thieves and dacoits. The pious kings were not merciful to dacoits and thieves in the name of nonsensical ahimsa, nonviolence. The thieves and dacoits were punished in an exemplary way, so that in the future no one would dare commit such nuisances in an organized form. Such thieves and dacoits were never meant for administration, as they are now. The taxation law was simple. There was no force, no encroachment. The king had a right to take one-fourth of the production made by the subject. In addition, the king had a right to claim a fourth of whatever wealth the subject allotted for charity or spent for some other purpose. One would never grudge parting with it, because due to the pious king and religious harmony there was enough natural wealth, namely grains, fruits, flowers, silk, cotton, milk, jewels, minerals, etc., and therefore no one was made or highly unhappy. The citizens were rich in agriculture and animal husbandry, and therefore they had enough grains, fruits and milk without any artificial needs of soaps and toilets, cinemas and bars. The king had to see that the reserved energy of humanity was properly utilized. Human energy is meant not exactly for fulfilling animal propensities, but for self-realization. The whole government was specifically designed to fulfill this particular purpose. As such, the king had to select properly the cabinet ministers, but not on the strength of voting background. The ministers, the military commanders and even the ordinary soldiers were all selected by personal qualification, and the king had to supervise them properly, before they were appointed to their respective posts. The king was especially vigilant to see that the Tupasvis, or persons who sacrificed everything for disseminating spiritual knowledge were never disregarded. The king knew well that the Supreme Personality of Godhead never tolerates any insult to his unalloyed devotees. Such to pass this were trusted leaders even of the rogues and thieves, who would never disobey the orders of to pass this. The king would give special protection to illiterates, the helpless and widows of the state. Defense measures were arranged previous to any attack by the enemies. The taxing process was easy, and it was not meant for squandering, but was for strengthening the reserve fund. The soldiers were recruited from all parts of the world, and they were trained for special duties. As far as salvation is concerned, 
one has to conquer the principles of lust, anger, unlawful desires, avarice and bewilderment. To get freedom from anger, one should learn how to forgive. To be free from unlawful desires one should not make plans. By spiritual culture one is able to conquer sleep. By tolerance only can one conquer desires and avarice. Disturbances from various diseases can be avoided by regulated diets. By self-control one can be free from false hopes, and money can be saved by avoiding undesirable association. By practice of yoga one can control hunger, and worldliness can be avoided by culturing the knowledge of impermanence. Dizziness can be conquered by rising up, and false arguments can be conquered by factual ascertainment. Talkativeness can be avoided by gravity and silence, and by prowess one can avoid fearfulness. Perfect knowledge can be obtained by self-cultivation. One must be free from lust, avarice, anger, dreaming, etc., to actually attain the path of salvation. As far as the women class are concerned, they are accepted as a power of inspiration for men. As such, women are more powerful than men. Mighty Joyous Caesar was controlled by Cleopatra. Such powerful women are controlled by shyness. Therefore, shyness is important for women. Once this control valve is loosened, women can create havoc in society by adultery. Adultery means production of unwanted children known as Varna Sankara, who disturb the world. The last item talked by this medieval was the process of pleasing the Lord. We are all eternal servants of the Lord, and when we forget this essential part of our nature we are put into material conditions of life. The simple process of pleasing the Lord, for the householders especially, is to install the deity of the Lord at home. By concentrating on the deity, one may progressively go on with the daily routine work. Worshipping the deity at home, serving the devotee, hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam, residing in a holy place and chanting the holy name of the Lord are all inexpensive items by which one can please the Lord. Thus the subject matter was explained by the grandfather to his grandchildren. SB 1.9.28. Text 28. Text. Dharmartha Kamamaksams Kasahaka in Yathamunanak Hainatahasi Suvarnayam Asatadvavit. Word for word meanings. Dharma, occupational duties, Artha, economic development, comma, fulfillment of desires, Moksan, ultimate salvation, Ka, and Sata, along with Apain, means Yatha, as it is, Mun, Osage, Nana, various, Akhayana, by recitation of historical narrations, Itahasisu, in the histories, Varnayam Asa, described, Tadvavit, one who knows the truth. Translation then he described the occupational duties of different orders and statuses of life, citing instances from history, for he was himself well acquainted with the truth. PURPORT Incidents mentioned in the Vedic literatures, such as the Puranas, Mahabharata and Ramayana are factual historical narrations that took place sometime in the past, although not in any chronological order. Such historical facts, being instructive for ordinary men, were assorted without chronological reference. Besides that, they happen on different planets, nay, in different universes, and thus the description of the narrations is sometimes measured by three dimensions. We are simply concerned with the instructive lessons of such incidents, even though they are not in order by our limited range of understanding. Bismadeva described such narrations before Maharaja Yudhisthira in reply to his different questions. SB 1.9.29 Text 29 Text Dharmam pravetitus tasaya sakala pratiya pasthita yoyajinas chandam retire vanchitas tadrayana. Word for word meanings. Dharmam, occupational duties, pravetita, while describing, tasaya, his, sah, that, kala, time, pratiya pasthita, exactly appeared, yah. That is, yajina, for the mystics, chandam retire, of one who dies according to one's own selection of time, vanchita, is desired by, to, but, Adrayana, the period when the sun runs on the northern horizon. Translation. While this medieval was describing occupational duties, the sun's course ran into the northern hemisphere. This period is desired by mystics who die at their will. Purport. The perfect yogis or mystics can leave the material body at their own sweet will at a suitable time and go to a suitable planet desired by them. In the Bhagavad Gita, 8.24, 
It is said that self-realized souls who have exactly identified themselves with the interest of the Supreme Lord can generally leave the material body during the time of the fire god's effulgence, and when the sun is in the northern horizon, and thus achieve the transcendental sky. In the Vedas these times are considered auspicious for quitting the body, and they are taken advantage of by the expert mystics who have perfected the system. Perfection of yoga means attainment of such supermental states as to be able to leave the material body, as desired. Yogis can also reach any planet within no time without a material vehicle. The yogis can reach the highest planetary system within a very short time, but this is impossible for the materialist, whose attempt to reach the highest planet will fail, even if he travels for millions of years at a speed of millions of miles per hour. This is a different science, and Bismadiva knew well how to utilize it. He was just waiting for the suitable moment to quit his material body, and the golden opportunity arrived, when he was instructing his noble grandsons, the Pandavas. He thus prepared himself to quit his body before the exalted Lord Shri Krishna, the pious Pandavas and the great sages headed by Bhagavan Vyasa, etc., all great souls. SB 1.9.30 Text 30 Text Tanapasam Hartaya Jira Sahasra Nirvamukta Sangan Muna Adi Piryus Krishna Lasit Pinupate Katarbuj Purast Fight Milita DRG Vian Harayat. Word for word meanings. Tata, at that time, Apasam Hartaya, withdrawing, Jira, speech, Sahasrana, Bismadiva who was expert in thousands of sciences and arts, Vimukta Sangam, completely freed from everything else, Mana, mind, Adi Piryus, unto the original personality of Godhead, Krishna, unto Krishna, Lasit Pinukate, decorated with yellow garments, Katarbuj. Unto the four-handed original Narayana, Pura, just before, Spite, standing, Amilita, widespread DRK vision, Vyanharayat, fixed. Translation. Thereupon that man who spoke on different subjects with thousands of meanings and who thought on thousands of battlefields and protected thousands of men, stopped speaking and, being completely freed from all bondage, withdrew his mind from everything else and fixed his wide open eyes upon the original personality of Godhead, Shri Krishna, who stood before him, forehanded, dressed in yellow garments that glittered and shined. PURPORT in the momentous hour of leaving his material body, Bismadiva set the glorious example concerning the important function of the human form of life. The subject matter which attracts the dying man becomes the beginning of his next life. Therefore, if one is absorbed in thoughts of the Supreme Lord Shri Krishna, he is sure to go back to Godhead without any doubt. This is confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita, 8.5 and 10. 5. And whoever, at the time of death, quits his body remembering me alone, at once attains my nature. Of this there is no doubt. 6. Whatever state of being one remembers, when he quits his body, that state he will attain without fail. 7. Therefore, Arjuna, you should always think of me in the form of Krishna and at the same time carry out your prescribed duty of fighting. With your activities dedicated to me and your mind and intelligence fixed on me, you will attain me without doubt. 8. He who meditates on the Supreme Personality of Godhead, his mind constantly engaged in remembering me, undeviated from the path, he, Opartha left square bracket Arjuna right square bracket, is sure to reach me. 9. One should meditate upon the Supreme Person, as the one who knows everything, as he who is the oldest, who is the controller, who is smaller than the smallest, who is the maintainer of everything, who is beyond all material conception, who is inconceivable, and who is always a person. He is luminous like the sun and, being transcendental, is beyond this material nature. 10. One who, at the time of death, fixes his life there between the eyebrows and in full devotion engages himself in remembering the Supreme Lord will certainly attain to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Sri Bismadiva attained the perfection of quitting his body at will and was fortunate enough to have Lord Krishna, the object of his attention, personally present at the time of death. He therefore fixed his open eyes upon him. He wanted to see Sri Krishna for a long time out of his spontaneous love for him. Because he was a pure devotee, he had very little to do with the detailed performance of yogic principles. Simple bhakti yoga is enough to bring about perfection. Therefore, the ardent desire of this Madiva was to see the person of Lord Krishna, the most lovable object, and by the grace of the Lord, Sri Madiva had this opportunity at the last stage of his breathing.
SB 1.9.31. Text 31. Text. Visadhaya Duranaya Hadda Subhas Tadaiksayava Subhata Yadhas Ramahnivratis Arvandriya Vratividhramas Tustavajanayam Visrajanjanardinam. Word for word meanings. Visadhaya, by purified, Duranaya, meditation, Hadda Subhah, one who has minimized the inauspicious qualities of material existence, Tat, him, Ixaya, by looking on, Eva, simply, as you, immediately, Bada, having gone away, Yadha, from the arrows, Srama, fatigue, Nivrata, being stopped, Sarva, all, Indriya, senses, Vrati, activities, Vigrama, being widely engaged, Tustava, he prayed, Janayam, the material tabernacle, Visrajan, while quitting, Janardanam, to the controller of the living beings. Translation. By pure meditation, looking at Lord Shri Krishna, he at once was freed from all material inauspiciousness and was relieved of all bodily pains caused by the arrow wounds. Thus all the external activities of his senses at once stopped, and he prayed transcendentally to the controller of all living beings, while quitting his material body. PURPORT The material body is a gift of the material energy, technically called illusion. Identification with the material body is due to forgetfulness of our eternal relationship with the Lord. For a pure devotee of the Lord like this Vadiva, this illusion was at once removed as soon as the Lord arrived. Lord Krishna is like the sun, and the illusory, external material energy is like darkness. In the presence of the sun there is no possibility that darkness can stand. Therefore, just on the arrival of Lord Krishna, all material contamination was completely removed, and this Medieval was thus able to be transcendentally situated by stopping the activities of the impure senses in collaboration with matter. The soul is originally pure and so also the senses. By material contamination the senses assume the role of imperfection and impurity. By revival of contact with the Supreme Pure, Lord Krishna, the senses again become freed from material contaminations. Bismadeva attained all these transcendental conditions prior to his leaving the material body because of presence of the Lord. The Lord is the controller and benefactor of all living beings. That is the verdict of all Vedas. He is the supreme eternity and living entity amongst all the eternal living beings. And he alone provides all necessities for all kinds of living beings. Thus he provided all facilities to fulfill the transcendental desires of his great devotee Sri Bismadeva, who began to pray, as follows. SB 1.9.32 Text 32 Text Shri Bismayuvakiti Madhur Pakalpata Vitrasna Bhagavati Sabvatapunga Vidhamnis Vasak Homopagit Vasad Vihardam Prakritam Apusi Yad Bhavapravaha Word for word meanings. Shri Bismahuvaka, Shri Bismadeva said, Iti, thus, Madah, thinking, feeling and willing, Apakalpata, invested, Vitrasna, freed from all sense desires, Bhagavati, unto the personality of Godhead, Savvatapangade, unto the leader of the devotees, Vidhamni, unto the great, Svasakham, self-satisfaction, Apagat, unto him who has attained it, Kvasat, sometimes, Vihardam, out of transcendental pleasure, Prakritam, in the material world, Apusi, do accept it, Yadbhava, from whom the creation, Pravaha, is made and annihilated. Translation. Bismadeva said, Let me now invest my thinking, feeling and willing, which were so long engaged in different subjects and occupational duties, in the all-powerful Lord Shri Krishna. He is always self-satisfied, but sometimes, being the leader of the devotees, he enjoys transcendental pleasure by descending on the material world, although from him only the material world is created. PURPORT Because this Medieval was a statesman, the head of the Kuru dynasty, a great general and a leader of Ksatriyas, his mind was strewn over so many subjects, and his thinking, feeling and willing were engaged in different matters. Now, in order to achieve pure devotional service, he wanted to invest all powers of thinking, feeling and willing entirely in the Supreme Being, Lord Krishna. He is described herein as the leader of the devotees and all-powerful. Although Lord Krishna is the original personality of Godhead, he himself descends on earth to bestow upon his pure devotees the boon of devotional service. He descends sometimes, as Lord Krishna, as he is, and sometimes, as Lord Ketanaya. Both are leaders of the pure devotees. P. 
pure devotees of the Lord have no desire other than the service of the Lord, and therefore they are called Sabvata. The Lord is the chief amongst such Sabvatas. This Madiva, therefore, had no other desires. Unless one is purified from all sorts of material desires, the Lord does not become one's leader. Desires cannot be wiped out, but they have only to be purified. It is confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita by the Lord himself that he gives his instruction from within the heart of a pure devotee who is constantly engaged in the service of the Lord. Such instruction is given not for any material purpose but only for going back home, back to Godhead BG 10.10. For the ordinary man who wants to lord it over material nature, the Lord not only sanctions and becomes a witness of activities, but he never gives the non-devotee instructions for going back to Godhead. That is the difference.